0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Above the Ring. I'm your host, Sam, the SLB. Alongside me today as always is the man behind the Twitter, the other half of this operation, Scott. Scott, it's Sunday. Do it's Revolution Day. Means? It's Revolution Day, baby. let It go. is Revolution Day, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. It's our go-home show for... Low-key might be, you know, one of the... <laughs> another solid pay-per-view from AEW. One of the pay-per-views, I think, was maybe the weakest name, to be honest with you. Um, last year, blew the fucking roof yeah. off of the venue.
1: Probably had the best tag team match I've ever watched in my entire life. And I've watched
0: a lot of wrestling. <laughs> um, you know, we had Mox. Uh, we, we, we could we could talk about Revolution last year, which was just insane. I mean, just a quick, quick recap. I mean, um, you know, Dark Order took on Soulcal. Um, Hager and Dustin, Darby and Guevara, the tag team match as mentioned. Uh, Nyla Rose, Chris Statlander, MJF defeated Cody, Pac and Orange Cassidy. We've pushed in a year since Orange Cassidy uh, made his debut. That's right. And then, oh,
1: uh, and Chris Statlander. Oh, I miss her. Can't wait till Moxley. she comes back.
0: Moxley and Jericho, where Moxley wow. dethroned him. Yep. But before we get into that, Scott, I think we need to talk about Wednesday. Good old dynamite. It is Wednesday night. It is time for dynamite. Kicking off the show, we had the highly anticipated mixed tag team match of Cody and Red Velvet taking on Shaq and Jade Cargill. Mm. First and foremost, my understanding is this is the match that pushed. AEW to a million viewers the other night. Um I think the ratings hit nine thirty-four. And obviously so so when you have a name like Shaquille O'Neal on a product like this, yep. it's gonna turn heads. Oh yeah. And he's been promoting it on the sports uh show that he um the sports analyst show he's on. Um but this match so I I I might have different sentiments from some people, but what I will say is off the bat, the match wasn't horrible. No, it wasn't. It wasn't the greatest thing I'd seen. Right. It definitely felt like it was more of a – how do I say this? There were moments where I'm like, okay, this this feels like it could be a dark match where you are working with new talent who are getting there. But okay. Then, again, for for people who've probably wrestled – this is their first match you know, for Shaq and Jade Cargill, they still looked pretty good for a first time. Right. Yeah, I
1: mean, I, I, this was definitely, other than Shaq being Shaq, this was definitely like a introduction to, to Jade, and Red Velvet's been doing real well, and Jade looked absolutely incredible, like, uh, like uh, from like a physique standpoint. In the ring, obviously, she's still got a little ways to go, too, but hey, they both did real well. Um, I'm gonna give major props to Shaq though for number one, the Brody Lee Powerbomb that he gave to Cody, which that that brought some feels. And then the way he took that table bump, whoo! And he sold it beautifully. I loved it. I I actually clapped watching that last uh watching that on Wednesday. I was like, all right. Good for you sir because he's a big man and that's a fall going through some tables and the concrete's there. It's like, yeah, it could have been interesting but he played it perfectly. He, he 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 went through it and he just took a nap the rest of the time. It was great.
0: <laughs> yes. And I mean with Rightfully so, um, you know Shaq and Jade Cargill, especially Jade talking the shit she has been talking. Right,
1: um, you got to back it up.
0: Yeah, now she's backed it up, and now she's not gonna. Because you know sometimes when they shit talk like that and then they lose, it's kind of like that. They're just there's there's no there's, there's nothing exciting. It's like oh okay.
1: Yeah, all, all that all that heel heat kind of just deflates and goes away. But no, now she's she she gets the win and. Now she can continue running, you know, running her mouth and it'll work.
0: Yes. And I know at some point it's going to come up where she's going to, you know, beat a bunch of people and then, you know, Brandy's going to come back and she'll be, you know, she's going to talk all this shit to Brandy. And who knows where that goes? I'm kind of curious. Yeah, definitely. Especially since Brandy did not like it when she got up in her man's face.
1: I read something a couple of weeks ago where before all that happened, um, Brandy, you know, kind of breaking cave here. But Brandy pulled Jade in the back and said, I'm going to come at you. So stay in character, but I'm going to go like full, like, yeah. And when she came out, I I still remember that to this day. And it's been a hot minute. And Brandy just coming out and just, just... verbally destroying jade i'm just like god damn girl all right put my hands up don't shoot we're good <laughs> jesus
0: yeah yeah so we we're uh i don't know i'm 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 not gonna lie i'm actually glad this was not on the pay-per-view
1: yeah i am as well i'm glad they moved it to wednesday
0: you know i think also logistically speaking i mean you can now put Shaq on a pay-per-view but logistically speaking, she, if you've never watched wrestling before, but you're a Shaq fan, you're not going to spend $40 on a pay-per-view. Bingo. Just to see him. So now you're going to want to put Shaq on your TV show for free. Yep. So people can see your product. Yep. That's uh, what. Then that gets more eyes to be like, hey, I kind
1: of like watching this. Maybe I'll uh, spend the 40 bucks or however much it is to watch the pay-per-view on Sunday. It's a smart move.
0: Very smart. smart. Move. Um. Following that, we had a squash match between Pac, Ray Phoenix, taking on John Skyler and D3. Um, (laughs) I looked away for like two minutes, and then all of a sudden the match was over. Right? I know. This was wicked quick.
1: And, I mean, I'm all right with that because, you know, I'm excited to see Death Triangle come back in full force once Penta's back. And I really, 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 really really hope that we're going to eventually get some trios tagged. Belts because these guys can definitely be your first champions. I really oh. would love to see, I would really love to see some trio's belts again. That would be nice. So, because the last time I saw that was ROH, and before that was Lucha Underground. And I won't continue to beat that dead horse, we'll just leave it as it is.
0: <laughs> I mean, if I'm not mistaken, I think. Um, New Japan still has their trios belts. Oh, do they? Oh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. But they're not being um,
1: not being defended.
0: Yeah, they haven't really done anything with them. So, following that, we had the press conference for <laughs> in the inner circle. <laughs>
1: yeah, this was great.
0: So, off the bat. Like I noticed that you know, I looked up and I actually messaged you while I was watching this. Long story short, I did not live tweet last night but when I was watching it um I had Noticed that Conrad Thompson was the first person asking questions. I've always yep. seen Conrad Thompson as like you, Scott. Like like I see Conrad and I'm like, it almost looks like Scott. Um He was I think the guy who hosted the AEW the official that first AEW press conference. I believe so, yes. Um, he does several podcasts. He does 83 weeks with Eric Bischoff. He does one with Bruce Pritchard. He does one with JR. Um, he does one, I think, with Kurt Angle now. Um, is, he is Ric Flair's uh, son in law. Um, great, great, great podcast. He does want Tony Schiavone too, Arn Anderson. But. And- the band is
1: busy, they yeah, they had them and Barstool sports a lot as well, and of course, of course, another nice surprise from Eric Bischoff. that was I great,
0: that. I thought that was hysterical.
1: I love when he asked the question about how stupid Jericho was for giving the young bucks you know all that extra needed momentum. And inspiration to kick their ass on Sunday. And I love how Jericho, he played it off so well, just takes off his glasses and just stares at Bischoff. (laughs) Uh, The chemistry between them is so good. Love it so much.
0: Man, imagine if Bischoff came in for like an on-screen on backstage (laughs) role. Like Like a GM. Like a GM, like he could like, but he didn't have to do a lot. He came in. He did his shit, but he also knew, he knows television. That's the thing with Eric Bischoff. Yes, he start he was in wrestling, but his big thing is he understands television, yeah, and how to make a television show, not just a wrestling show. I think that would be beneficial, not uh, to them. I agree. Um. But up next we had uh, FTR and Tully Blanchard for the first time in thirty two years, I believe, take on Jurassic Express. Um. And they and brought was- out J.J. Dillon, too.
1: I was like, Jesus Christ, we've gone back in time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it was it was cool. Um, Obviously, Tully didn't do too much. Um, Except get the dub. <laughs> he did get the dub. He didn't do a lot, but, you know, the match wasn't bad. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, it was also cool he came out with his old U.S. title. Yeah, and FDR had the
1: old World Championship belts too. It's like ah, oh, it's good mm-hmm. stuff. And but the best part was at the end. We had a return,
0: Sam. We had a return. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Sean Spears, and I believe I don't know if it was. Uh, I forgot who said it. Maybe it was Excalibur. He made the comments like, yeah, remember, the four horsemen were four people. Yeah. Not three. yep." And Aaron Anderson was looking from the back. Yeah. Playing four.
1: yep. I, and I believe that we talked about this way back when, and I said that I believe that Sean Spears would be the perfect fourth man for them. I believe the prophecy has come true. We have our first four-man group. Now we just need another from Arn, and then the war can happen within AEW. The Battle of the Four horsemen Oh yeah, we're halfway there, Sam. We are living
0: on the prayer. Oh my god, I was about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. No. Um. This was. This was cool. This was fun. This was a uh, good match. Everyone looked great. Um, Following that, where the hell did fucking Paul White come in? I'm trying to like the, the thing. Right after, kind of, he was right after that match. Yeah, he was right after. That's what I thought. You yep. know, the, the article I'm going through, it doesn't have it, just has the matches. Um, So Paul White comes out, talks to Tony. This was, it was kind of, you know, this was exciting. This was a big moment. It was. Um, Another reason to pay attention to the pay per view tonight because <laughs> yeah, he made an interesting comment and I love how he goes. I'm going to make sure I fulfill my Cullen commentator role. So the little, the, the way he's presented himself, he's presented himself as a color commentator, right? Like I'm just not on commentary. He's like, Oh yeah, I'm the guy who's going to talk shit the whole time.
1: Which um, is, it's just perfect. I believe for him. I, I'm very excited to find some time to watch the show. Because, you know, as as we've stated on many podcasts, we have no lives. We have nothing else better to do than to watch wrestling, right?
0: (laughs) We do not. Um, So he said on this episode he has the biggest scoop ever. He has, and I can quote, a Hall of Fame-worthy talent that will be signed.
1: On the pay-per-view. And, of course, after that happened, internet blew up trying to figure out who it's going to be. I've heard a few names, but I don't know. I'm actually in the dark when it comes to this, and I'm okay with that. I I don't really want to
0: speculate too much. I just want to see it happen. I, I don't know. That's what I'll say. I do not know who it could be. Yeah. The only name I can think of, the only name I can think of, hear me out, -hmm. Is Okada because that's already been confirmed. However, I don't think Big Show, Paul White, is coming over and go, by the way, we have talent, you know, we have a huge announcement and then signs a new Japan guy who he hasn't he's never worked with before. I don't think that makes sense. I think it's somebody from WWE.
1: It could be. I've I've heard RVD, I've heard Christian, I've even heard CM Punk. Um, Pat McAfee's name's been thrown around because even McAfee had stated that he was dispelling a rumor that Cody said he was calling looking for work and uh, Pat said that he's more looking towards retirement. (laughs) So I don't know. Um, I hope it's not Pat only because I, I don't want his feud with Adam Cole to ever die. So, but that's just
0: selfishly speaking. Was I don't he, know. Was he not signed? I thought he was signed with WWE. Uh, I believe he is. That's why I was just kind of like,
1: wait, what? But I don't know. I I think it might have I think it was for a few years. So yeah. I don't know. Like I said, the names are just kind of flying out. So I, I I don't know. And I'm just I, I'm just excited I, to
0: see what happens tonight. I was looking because I, you know, I was I was just kind of like. I was super curious. After I came out. Well, after I watched it. I was super yes. curious. I was kind of like. Let me see. Let me look. I could not find anything. On who it could be.
1: That's that's the best thing. No, yes. no, no actual leaks. Everything's tight-lipped. Like, obviously. Who the hell saw Paul White. Be signed by AEW when he was on WWE television like a few weeks prior. Like, we haven't seen shit like that since Rick
0: Rude played double duty. Was, <laughs> like, seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um I I don't even know. And he also said it's not who you think it could be. And the first person that came to mind was Hall Caldwell
1: because I'm like, God. okay. Hulk's banned for life. So that we can cross that one safely off the list. <laughs>
0: you know, that's what we, I thought he was referring to. He's like somebody who you, you know, you know I thought he meant like, yeah, that's, that, that's who you think we might be signing, but it's not. But I don't know. I do not and know. And
1: the best, also the best part about that whole thing
0: mm-hmm.
1: is that it is not the last man in the face of the Revolution Ladder match either. That is somebody also who is completely different. So we're getting multiple surprises tonight.
0: Or maybe it's the same man. I don't know. We no, don't they know said,
1: that. Tony Khan had said on an interview today uh, on Thursday that it is not the same person. So from the horse's mouth, it's himself. Not the same person. So we are getting multiple
0: surprises tonight. And I cannot wait for that to happen. <laughs> Scott, do you smell toast? Because I think I'm having a stroke. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Wow. This has me hyped. This has me hyped. Tonight cannot come soon enough. Uh, Up next, we had a really good women's match. The the, the, The finals in the women's tournament to face Hikaru Shida for the title. Nyla Rose and Rio Mizunami. Who I don't think we saw a lot of after the first episode of Dynamite. Because she wrestled on the first episode. I, I had forgotten about that.
1: And then when they when they mentioned it, I'm like, oh yeah. I kind of remember her now. And then I think, yeah. I think she kind of just they disappeared. So uh, yeah, first time since 2019. I was like. This was yeah. such a good match. It was. I would probably definitely say it was. Nyla's one of Nyla's best matches, and yeah, like I was real impressed with this.
0: Like, I want more Japanese wrestlers to come over, <laughs> yeah. So, I'm happy to see somebody new in the title picture,
1: yes, because uh... a lot of people were angry with the fact that Nyla was even in the finals in the first place. But to have Rio get the win. All for it. And the fact that her and the champ have history over in Japan. So it's like, okay. So there's some obviously some familiarity between the two. And I love the little exchange that they had with one another with the forearm shots back and forth. I was like, all right, let's go. Some hype. She looking amazing as always. Hmm. Very excited. I'm we... very excited
0: for this show. So up next we had another uh, another match which I I, I don't know I'm, this is another one I walked I I, I kind of looked away and I wasn't like this might have been I think the one match I just didn't really get myself invested in um I don't know if it's just because the acclaimed just does not have me on board
1: yeah i yeah I'm not really digging them either right now I don't know what it is just they're not clicking but yeah him versus ten. Um, which I did not realize. Ten was undefeated before this match.
0: No, and... this was this is Preston Vance. Ten was in the main event. No, wait a minute. No, you're right. Preston Vance is ten. Ignore me. I'm an idiot. <laughs>
1: um, but obviously the reason why Max Castro gets the win because freaking um, what's his face? Jack Evans comes out. Smash him with the boom box, and then gets paid by Matt Hardy after the fact. So it's like, some of a bitch, he's trying to take out the Dark Order. But yeah, Max Caster gets a, a spot in the face of the Revolution ladder match. So I'm looking forward to that match, especially like I, we talked about earlier, where... We know five of the six competitors. So the sixth one's a mystery guy. So uh, we'll see. Also, I want to comment during this match, Scorpio Sky being on commentary, being very heelish. is being very self-absorbed. And I was like, oh, okay. I see what's happening here. So I like – A heel Scorpio Sky. It's it's this should be fun. We don't have enough actual heels on the show anymore because we don't get enough
0: Scorpio Sky on
1: the show. Let's be absolutely. Thank you, thank you, sir. Yes, absolutely, one hundred percent agree with that. We need more Scorpio
0: Sky. He should be a mainstay, like on the main roster. I know he's been doing things in dark, but he needs to be. He's an up and coming star. He's not older, right? Um. So yes. Really, yeah, we need more Scorpio Sky. Side note: As I'm like, uh, as we're going through this quickly, um, Max Caster's father is a actually a um, he's a football player with a Super Bowl ring. Ah, very nice. Played with the Washington Redskins. Um, Rich Caster, he played from seventy to eighty-two. Yeah. Just something. I just came across. I was, like, highlighting his name, and it wasn't going to Max. It said Rich. I'm like, what do you mean, Rich? I'm like, it's Max. I clicked on it. And it said football. I'm like, oh, okay. So he's not a nobody. Finally, we had an interesting main event. A good main event, actually. Um, John Silver and Adam Page taking on Matt Hardy and Mark Quinn. Yeah, this was a good one. This was a good one. Um... Loved, loved the energy. Loved everything that was going on here. Um, I love where uh, John Silver, like, f- f- fucking, just. <laughs> I looked away, but all of a sudden I see uh, Silver and Silver hugging. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I missed that too at first, and then I, I uh, they showed the replay. I think. Um... Hangman was going to hit a lariat on Hardy, but Hardy had reversed at the last second and threw John Silver at him instead. And obviously, Paige stopped himself, and then John Silver just decided to turn it into a hug. (laughs) Like, full cheek-to-chest hug, and it's just like a little wholesome moment in the middle of the
0: match. It was was quite comical. Let's be real. John Silver... For being almost a, no- and that's the one thing I've learned about like the Dark Order. They took a bunch of nobodies, and they're slowly giving them these personalities, especially John Silver. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, solid, solid match, and then all hell broke loose at the end. Yeah. Uh, pretty much the whole, all the tag teams showed up kicked the shit out of each other. Yep. Getting ready for
1: that casino battle or tag team battle royal. It's going to be good stuff. I also loved how after the match was over, Hardy clearly was pissed that they lost, so he tried to attack both Paige and Silver, which caused the entirety of the uh, Dark Order to come out. And, of course, negative one staying on top of the ramp, like waving everybody in. And I'm just like, ah, this kid. I cannot wait till he gets old- older. It's going to be amazing.
0: Yep. Yeah, it, it's it's going to be good. It's going to be good with them. Um, But, Scott, it's time. Oh, it's time. Let's talk about it.
1: All right. Let me get my handy-dandy
0: notebook.
1: We will make our picks for Revolution.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, Revolution tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We're looking forward to this card. The wiki is up on my end. Man, there's it a lot of matches. As
1: well. Nine. We got eight on the main main, row, main roster. On the main card, and then one on the um
0: the buy-in. We are <laughs> and it starts at eight. It's gonna be a yeah. late show, I think. Yeah. The buy-in, I believe, starts at either seven or seven
1: thirty. So that actually is on par with their pay-per-views.
0: No, logically speaking. Uh let's see if we go to midnight hypothetically. Hear me out. Start at 8. Let's say they have till 12. So it's 4 hours and that's what 8 matches. Oh, that's 2 matches an hour. So Oh, we got plenty of time. There's plenty yeah. of time here.
1: Yeah. Yeah, more more than likely it'll go to 11. Maybe 11:15-ish. 11, the main the main event will probably be a good forty-five minutes by itself before something self-destructs, but we'll talk about that in just a moment. Uh, so I guess we'll just start at the pre-show, kick off the action with some women's tag match: um, Riho and Thunder Rosa taking on Doctor Britt Baker, D and D, and Rebel. But there's a caveat here, Rebel. I, caveat. I know she's actually injured so she may not actually compete so Dr. Britt Baker will have her choice of partner so we don't know what's going to happen. For me personally it's not going to change my vote. I'm still going to vote with Riho and uh, Thunder Rosa. Uh,
0: uh, Scott you know me. You know me at this point. Oh, man, It depends on who Britt Baker gets. I know, but we can't we we can't wait until then we gotta make our picks now. <laughs> okay, well Scott, <laughs> I want to say mm, Well Rebel's not there and Rebel was part of the reason Thunder Rosa lost last time. It's true. But we don't know who her partner is. Ooh. Ooh Scott, this is a tough one for me. Wow. I'm like this close to saying Brit. I want to say Brit. I have a feeling Brit's going to get some screwy shit or her partner's going to be really good. All right. Britain, Brit. Brit to be announced. Scott, starting off with a split already. I like it. I like it. All right. I like my competition. <laughs> All right.
1: What are we going to do? Which match shall we start we're off with on the main
0: card? Well, if you're looking at the Wikipedia, you're looking at the Wikipedia? Yes, sir. Okay, we'll start with the top. So, number one on this is the Young Bucks taking on the Inner Circle for the tag team belts. You know, I think... I have like three scenarios going through my head right now. And okay. I think you might be on the same boat with me. Okay. First and foremost, I have a feeling I'm going to give it to MJF and Jericho. I have a feeling. I think it would be foolish. Because they're both not tag team wrestlers. We've already had two singles competitors win the tag belts. Okay. It's a tag team division. Okay. But also... um, I'm going to say the Bucks might retain... All right and I say that because there's a chance. What if, what if Papa Buck comes back and, you know, comes and interferes and, you know, does something to Jericho where Jericho or MJF gets hurt or distracted or, I don't know. And out out heel the heels? <clears throat> yep.
1: Well, here's what I think. I think we are going to have ourselves some new AEW Tag Champions. Because a certain group that you did not mention, the Good Brothers. I think the Good Brothers are going to cost the Bucks the titles. (gasps) (laughs) And Jericho talked about how it's been a year since he's held the title on Wednesday, and I believe it is time to give him another belt, give MJF his first belt, and that will also further that storyline of me eventually thinking that MJF is going to usurp Jericho and kick him out of the Inner Circle as well. So, this furthers two storylines during one match. That's my thought process on this.
0: Okay, we're gonna just go down the middle this time, Scott. Okay. I think
1: we. I, I honestly really think we might hear.
0: Unless it's this one, I think this one we might agree on.
1: Yeah, we might I think so.
0: Agree on it. Uh, next match is Team Taz and Darby Allen taking on and Sting, in a street fight. I think with Sting coming back, I really strongly think he's gonna win. They're gonna win. Yeah, you know, he's not a nobody. He is a force to be reckoned with. Um, Darby's a lunatic. Who would they have come out to their side? Because Team Taz has like three other people involved. It's true. I believe, yeah, they're all going to get involved, but I agree with you. I think Darby and Sting
1: are going to take that one.
0: Good, good. I'm glad we're in agreement somewhere. Because <laughs> I think the divide is about to happen again. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> next up, Hikaru Shida is taking on Ryo Mizunami. I think Rio's going to win the belt. I think she might win the belt from Shida. And I'll tell you why. Because she has been champion for what, a year now, ish. It's been a while, yeah. It's been a while. I don't know if she's actually native to the states. I don't know if she lives here or lives over in Japan. And I wouldn't be surprised if after. after and, and this is me thinking outside of storylines. Unless she wants to continue the drive as champion, and they just flew yeah. Rio over here. They didn't just do a a champ. I, I feel like they didn't do this Japanese championship thing just to fly over one of their wrestlers over once for two matches. Right. right. So that's my argument, logistically speaking. Yep. And the funny part of it is, I'm picking.
1: <laughs> I'm picking the same person.
0: <laughs> oh wow! Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: I was gonna go, I was gonna go with Sheeta, but then after watching Rio, I'm just like, ah, I think she might actually I I thinking about it when I was watching on Wednesday, i like, I think she's gonna take the title. So yeah. As much as I love Sheeta, I think her titleine might be coming to an end. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Now. Number four, Adam Page taking on Matt Hardy in the big money match. Mm. I think Page might win this one. Damn it, Sam. (laughs) Are we agreeing again? Yes. Oh, yeah. I kind of wish we weren't. Um, I know. I just can't pick Hardy to win this. But even Um, still, when you put the numbers game involved, if Matt brings out all of his stooges, the Dark Order outnumbers them literally 10 to 1. I know <laughs> So it's like I and I can honestly
1: see Paige joining the um Dark Order on the pay-per-view as well, officially. Yeah. The whole like you know um stand with the the claw hands and everything. I can I can see him doing it. So but yeah, we, we are in agreement.
0: Yes. Um, Following that, this is going to be a fun one, Scott. Um, yes. The face of the revolution ladder match for future AEW TNT championship match. Cody Rhodes, Scorpio Sky, Penta, L Zero, Miedo, Lionch Archer, Max, Caster, and two be announced. Scott, for argument's sake in the size of this, uh, what do you think, two?
1: One, I two? think two. Two's two. good. Two's good. Okay. So... I already have my two, so. Scott, why don't you give me your two? All right. Well. Shit, now I kind of have three, but I don't want to pick three. So Lance is going to be my number one. Okay. Because I think it's time. Lance deserves a title match. My second I'm gonna stick with my original Scorpio Sky.
0: So interestingly enough, I am torn because I could go. I'm. Go, I was gonna go with both of those picks. You're thinking I was going to
1: TBA, aren't you?
0: Yes, because remember yeah. last time there was a TBA. Who's the yeah. TBA that came into a ladder match?
1: Brian Cage. And yeah, I know. That's why I'm like, who is this person gonna be? They could come in and win immediately, but. Lance has so much momentum. Scorpio just started to show his true self. Cody's Cody and Penta's Penta. You know, Max Caster's kind of the only oddball entry into this match. Um, but I don't think he has a shot in hell uh, to I, win.
0: If, so, Lan- if Lance Archer was not in this match, I definitely would pick Scorpio Sky as my number one. Um... I I need to see him back in the front of the fold. I'm going to go with Lance. Okay. But I'm also going to go with TBA. TBA. And I'm going to give some hype here. Because I have something in the back of my head, and it's probably not going to happen, but hear me out, Scott. I'm listening. I know you're listening. You're going to pick up what I put down. (laughs) So we are now at the entrance of the Forbidden Door. Remember. This person's gonna be different from who Paul White's gonna mention. I think Paul White is gonna announce somebody who is related to or worked in WWE at some point in this time. That being said,
1: if you're thinking been... if you're thinking who I think you're thinking.
0: Does there a coin drop with what I'm thinking? <laughs> oh, if Okada
1: shows up tonight, you'll hear me scream from Vermont. I'm telling you right now. Oh, God! You're not making it easy for me to continue
0: to hold on to Scorpio's guy. And you know you know what sucks? is because they really... Dude, Paul White has thrown everything out the window. Oh, the Paul White's signing has thrown everything off the window. It really has. You know... The Don Callis and Kenny Omega going to Impact, okay, I can kind of see that because Don Callis is an executive producer. It right. was exciting. But yeah. the fact that we got the big show, the giant, Paul White, a mainstay in WWE for over 20 years yep. <sighs> to come over, anything is possible. Okada's been one of the few people that Meltzer's already confirmed he's going to be over. Oh, my God. I he's will not a lose... champion right now. I, I will don't lose think... my ever living mind. And let me let me for argue. What's the new uh what is it? The Super J Cops coming up? Yes, he's in that too. He is in that. Okay, okay. Well, let's 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 look.
1: Bear with me. His his badge, I believe, when I looked at it, was on the sixth, which by the time this comes out already happened.
0: Okay. Well with my hype of Who could it be, whether it be Okada, whether it be Naito, whether it be Christian, for all we know. Sure. I'm going to go with TBA. All right. Um, We're going to skip the sixth one because that's the main event. Yeah, that'll Um, be (laughs) last. Miro and Kip and take on best friends Oren Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. I really want Miro to win this one. Because I don't want to become a, 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 a no-name talent. Again. Again. But I think for argument's sake, I think we might see Trent come back.
1: Um, uh, maybe not in wrestling capacity, but I could definitely see him coming back and causing a distraction.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. So, I'm going to go Best Friends winning this one. Best Friends. Excellent.
1: Woo-woo. You picked it! Yes! You knew exactly what (laughs) I was going with that. Ah. See, this is why we're business partners, sir. Yes, it is. (laughs) Um. You know what? Screw it. Just for argument's sake, I'm going to go with Miro and Kip. Only because I want Miro to do something. So why not take out Chuck Taylor again? I know Orange Cassidy would do something ridiculous, probably with Kip, but I don't know. I just have a feeling. Part it's it's close though. It's like 52-48 percentage wise. But I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna go with Miro on this one.
0: Nice. Nice, good choice. Good good. I you know, I could even see this is where the Kip and Miro split happens. It could um, be as well. Yep, absolutely. It's very, very true. You know, like like it's weird because this match I'm I'm like semi-invested in. I want I want something to happen with Miro. Yes. But I'm like sitting here, I'm like I'm like, oh like I, I want the best friends to win this because it makes sense, but I want Miro to win it. Uh it's very conflicting. Very conflicting. Yeah. yeah. Uh following that, we have the casino tag team royale match for a future AEW world tag team championship match. There are so many tag teams in this match.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so many. Um two, three? What are you thinking? I'll just double we'll go with two. There's another to be announced in this one as well, so who hell knows who that could be. Oh god, wait, that means do we get more surprises? We
0: get three surprises. Maybe. All right.
1: Well <clears throat> looking over this list. Do you want to give your picks first?
0: Yeah, I'll give I'll give my picks.
1: All right.
0: I'm going to go with Death Triangle. Okay. Because they just had this match this week and they looked pretty tight. I will also say, and again, this could be somebody who is not even on the roster, but I'm going to make an argument because I like to make arguments and i like to sound illegitimate as possible <laughs> um i'm going to say tba all right you know i'm going to say tba um well i mean the good brothers aren't on this list that's true and in either scenario i mean the Bucks win, we finally get the Bucks and the Good Brothers for the titles. Yep. The Inner Circle wins. We get to see the Good Brothers take on the Inner Circle. So those are my arguments. Okay. I am going to
1: kind of while I understand where you're coming from, and that's actually a really good possibility, I'm going to pick people inside this match already. And I'm going to go with Inner Circle, Santana and Ortiz, and Dark Order, Alex Reynolds, John Silver.
0: Okay. 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 Okay, I'm about it. I'm about it. These TBAs.
1: I know. They're killing me. They're killing me, Sam.
0: I I I'm just,
1: but I think at this point it's main event time, and I'm 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 ninety nine point nine percent sure we're both in agreement so who's going to win this match. But yeah, we've I can't already wait discussed it. S- yeah, I cannot wait to see how this unfolds.
0: Ladies but yeah, we. And we didn't even mention the promo of a Japanese deathmatch legend. I know. I, f- awesome. I forgot who it was again. But I know he's been in these before, over in Japan.
1: Yeah, they mentioned it multiple times during the show. And I was like, wait, that mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm mm, I haven't been this intrigued about a wrestling match stipulation in a long time. <laughs> I'm really interested to see what happens. There will be blood. There will be explosions. There will be carnage. There will be bedlam.
0: Scott, let's, let's be clear. When WWE makes an announcement like this these days, and they go, we're going to do this kind of stipulation, it's definitely watered down. Or they don't even come up with these kind of ideas. It's not even like we were getting a sh- just a death match. A death match is cool enough. You don't see death matches anymore sure. in the mainstream. It's very true. Over in Japan, I mean John Moxley when he took on Lance Archer for the US title at Wrestle Kingdom last year, it was a death match. Right. Expect over there. We're seeing not just a death match, but an exploding barbed wire death match in an American wrestling promotion that has a TV show on primetime on a major network. Uh, Wrap your head around that. Because I can't. Nope. This match, I think, is going to be insane. Kenny and Moxley have been wrestling and feuding since day one. Since double or nothing 2019.
1: Yeah.
0: Where Omega... where, Where Omega lost to Jericho and Moxley came out and blew... The fucking roof off that place. Yep. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna just, we're gonna be blunt. And I, th- he is U.S. champion, which I mentioned on this week's ATR. Um, I think Kenny Omega is winning this. Oh yeah. I don't know how because this is a John Moxley match. This is a match that has Moxley written all over it.
1: Yep. yep.
0: But I do not think he's winning the title.
1: <clears throat> no. He's not getting it back. And I think because of this match, Moxley is going to give himself a nice, well-deserved vacation from wrestling for a little while.
0: Yes. Especially with his newborn coming out. Uh, right. how, how far how far along is she at this
1: point? I, I, I actually... I, I, I don't know, but even still, like, this match is going to be, hor- oh, my God, horrendous in, in the fashion of, like, blood and guts and gore and just, it's, yeah. People will bleed. It's yeah, It's going to be amazing. I can't
0: wait. People may die.
1: <laughs> I hope not. That would suck, but.
0: <laughs> yeah, I am. I don't even know how to, how to, how to, how, what, how to even, this puts chills down my spine. The fact that this is going to happen tonight. Right. I have nothing else to say. This is going to be a wild pay-per-view. Cannot Again, wait. even though dynamite for some people have had its weak moments, their pay-per-views have been a lot more consistent. Yeah. So with that being said, guys, Let us know your picks. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know you... Join us on Twitter tonight at media underscore Bedlam. Um, On top of that, please follow us on Twitter as well. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, Bedlam Media. You can find myself as the SOB official and Scott as Scotty Jstream. You can also find our third member, Jerry, as the Jinxist. Um, We are on all streaming platforms, still working on Pandora, I believe. Um, But on your streaming platform, please make sure when you listen to Bedlam thumbs up us like us give us a rating give us a review let people know that you like our product and that you want everyone else to check us out guys it's AEW revolution this has been our go home show thank you for listening and do not forget to join the bedlam
1: welcome to the all 80s movies podcast i'm bill